Welcome to the party, bung bung! It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the uh, the PhD of podcasts and the Magnum PI podcast and the uh, um shit. You could you could call me the Clay Y Leonard of podcasting. So. We're in here. We're going. Uh, we're going live for the first ten minutes of the show, as we do, man. Um, we got. We got Chet. We got. Uh, we got another podcast watching. We got Jeremy watching. Um, I'm wearing a hat today because uh, I got. I had to. I'm running on a tight schedule, bruh. So, the issue is, it's, it was Rachel's birthday yesterday, which we'll get into in a minute, but. So I have to get my hair tightened up today. And the issue the issue is that they couldn't get me in till two o'clock. But I've got to get to a dinner, you know, at like 6.30. But then after I get my hair tightened up, I also got to get it trimmed up. Okay, so so where does that leave me? I had to take my I had to take my braids out myself last night. Um, and now I'm looking I look a little bit I look I actually look straight up like Sideshow Bob, so I had to get, I had to just, I had to get rid of that for a minute. So, um, so that's why I'm wearing a hat, and I don't really use a hat at the uh, the Welcome to the Party podcast, bruh. But um, uh, yeah, man. So it was Rachel's birthday, as I said. So uh, usual day was a Friday, so we went to work, um, and then after work, I took her out to dinner. Now. Um, Vagina and, and Ghost podcast is watching. Shout out to Vagina and Ghost. Um, so, <laughs> Vagina and Ghost. I actually meant Vodka and Ghost, but it says Vodka and Ghost, stand, like the, it goes V-A-G, right? And it looks like Vag podcast. So it made me do a little Freudian slip there. But that's, it's all good, bro. Um, so, I took her out for dinner and that was all good delicious feed man and um what happens is we go to pay the bill and they've got us sitting there like like 40 minutes bro like waiting for the bill so i'm like hey yo can i get can i get the bill please yes they bring it over to the table i put my card straight in it then I'm sitting there again, just waiting, bro. They just forgot straight. They forgot about us. So I was like, hey, Rach, let's get out of here. Let's just fucking go. She's like, no, no, just wait. I was like, all right, well, at least let's just bring this up and we'll pay on the way out. She's like, no, no, no. Like, it's rude. I was like, it's rude to have us waiting here, bro. Like, what the fuck? So we're, we're fucking, we're moving. We're moving. They finally come. It kind of pissed me off though, right? End of the night, but it's all good. It's all good. Um, rest of my weekend is pretty low key. We got another birthday dinner tonight, family dinner. Last night was just me and Rach. And then tomorrow we got another one. It's, it's, it's all, it's all super turn. All right. But, um, the rest of my weekend is going to consist on sports gambling. Cause we got our first sponsor here at the welcome to the potty podcast. So, um, you got to give a, you got to give a quick shout out to, um, my, my guy, Joel, bet with Joel. Uh, you can follow Bet with Joel on uh, on Instagram, and um, the way it works is he's a he's a you know a professional, bro. He knows what he's doing. He's got all the insights. He knows the stats. He knows the probabilities and all that shit. I'm not a fucking scientist, bro, but he um, you know he's got several different packages. You got your your bronze, silver, gold, and black package. I'm on the gold package. Um, he sends, he emails you through your bets and you take your bets. He tells you what bets to take, how much they're worth and how many units to bet on those bets. And, uh, you know, uh, ever since betting with bet with Joel, I've been up, um, shout out to bike club. Uh, I've been up, uh, every, every week. So, um, bet with Joel, the first official sponsor of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. And we're going to have Joel on next week to um, discuss his history in, in sports betting and, and um, 
why why people should uh, bet with bet with Joel. So um, get involved, get involved with that because that shit's tough. And speaking of sports, bro, um, and sports, sports. Uh, my favorite sports has come to a standstill at the moment because the. Toronto Raptors beat the Golden State Warriors in game six of the NBA Finals yesterday. And um, I I mean, I had Golden State winning from before the before the season started. So I, I wanted them to win so I would be right, but I was wrong. And um, you know, that's that's fine, it is what it is, but dude. Um shit, hold on. Got that good bean, bruh. Yeah. Um, Kawhi Leonard, bro. So Kawhi, the story is basically he sat out basically, I think he missed 72 games or some shit last season for a thigh bruise, right? With the San Antonio Spurs, okay? But what happens is people have been speculating and by people, I'm saying Skip Bayless and the fucking San Antonio Spurs organization that Kawhi Leonard faked his injury because he didn't want to be there no more. And he wanted to get the fuck out. Anyway, he got traded to Toronto. Um, had an amazing season. Uh, a historic postseason. And he took care of business, bro. And when when he took care of business, I mean, he got uh, MVP of the NBA Finals, which which was tough. That was fucking dope. Um, what, else, what else happened? He fucking... He hit... He hit the game winner against, well, series winner against Philadelphia. I believe that was a game seven. I could be wrong. Uh, four bounces from a short corner jump shot. Um, just tumbling around the rim, bruh. And you know, you know, that's no home loans here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but that shit was tumbling around the rim, bruh. You, you know what I'm talking about? So, uh, you know, it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But um, yeah, Kawhi Leonard was the catalyst in in a major shift in the Toronto Raptors organization. And uh Kyle Lowry who who cops shit all the time because they um Toronto never makes it into the finals. They always get knocked out um early in the playoffs. Uh he started the the uh playoffs pretty slow this year with a zero point game in the final clinching the title he had 26 points uh seven boards and 10 assists so shout out to Kyle Lowry for uh, etching his name in history forever. And um, you know what worries me is his best friend. His best friend, DeMar DeRozan, man, who got traded to the Spurs. Bruh, he's he's got to be hurting, bro. And I think I already covered this um, on the midweek episode, the hump day episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But dude, he, uh, yeah, I he he's got to be hurt. He's got to be hurt that they fucking won the first year that he was out of there, bro. And he was like, he was their hero for for a time there. So shit, I don't know. I hope he's okay, bro. But um, Skip Bayless is butt hurt over fucking Kawhi being so successful because Skip Bayless is a, a San Antonio Spurs fan, and San and he thinks that Kawhi Leonard is a bad guy for doing what he did, and maybe he did fake the injury. But guess what? Sometimes these cats want to get the fuck out. You look at Anthony Davis right now; he wants to get the fuck out. You look at um, uh, what's his name? Uh, you look at fucking Kyrie Irving, bro. He wants to get the fuck out, bro, and um. That's just that's just how these players have become. They're not even grateful to be in the league anymore. Bro, you pay me... Hey, bro, you can pay me 80 Gs, bro, and I'll be happy to just be playing. These guys are multi-millionaires and complaining and like... I don't know. I mean, the whole league is sort of bitch-made now uh, compared to what it used to be. But, man, the Raptors are probably out there partying right now. It's... I don't know what time it is in Toronto. But you know, there's a song called 4am in Toronto or something like that by Drake. And you know, I, you know, I'm not a fucking Drake fan. And Drake was pissing his pants when these cats won because the, uh, the fucking Drake curse is finally over and we already know what the Drake curse is about. So shout out to PJ. PJ's got a fight in a couple of weeks. His first MMA fight was good, PJ. Um, I'm going to try and get tickets. And if you got some freebies, hit me up. Don't hate on Drake, nigga. Hey. Drake's, hey, if you, 
Hey, why don't you get Drake in your corner, PJ, and see if you win the fucking fight with that Drake curse hanging over your head, bro. You know? So, uh, yeah, they're probably partying. Toronto's probably partying with, like, Instagram bitches and shit. And uh, I've got I've got to tell you, I do feel sorry for Instagram bitches because they, you know, they get flown out by, like, rich dudes and, and uh, you know, ball players and shit. But they don't they don't have a rate, you know, they're just trying to get that lifestyle. So it's like, you're going to be staying in a nice hotel and partying with famous people. And I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to fuck you for free. You may as well be an escort, you know, and like bump your prices up and just own that you're an escort instead of pretending that you're just a hot girl, you know, cause you're not getting the respect. And you know what? You'll get respect if you're an escort. Cause cats, you'll be like, um, no, my rate is five grand a night. Or five grand an hour, bruh. And they'll and they'll be like, all right, here. And they'll pay up. Bang. Respect given. You know? So that's what that's what I if if any um Instagram bitches is watching right now, that's all I'm trying to say. Is that that is how you should do your shit. Instead of just trying to get attention, you should get paid too. And hey, if I if I had a fat ass and some big titties, I'd do it for sure. Um, and that's and that's business. Um, shit. Uh, oh, also, Kevin Durant in game five tore his Achilles tendon. Clay did his ACL in game six. So you have to, you have to also be like, did Toronto really win the NBA finals? You know what I'm talking about? What's up, Ali? Um, so it's just a bit, it's just, they beat a very depleted team, but they won nonetheless. So that's, that's that. And, um, you guys got a bonus two minutes just now. You guys, you guys got twelve minutes of uh, of the live welcome to the party podcast. You know where to find us, man. We're welcome to the party on everything. Look us up. Tell a friend to tell a friend, and your friends. If you tell a friend to tell a friend, you get a referral. You get a referral bonus. If your friend writes in and says, "Hey, you know, fucking PJ told me about the podcast." Bang. You get a referral bonus to the charity of your choice. So make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, this is welcome to the party. Uh, and I'll see you guys next live episode. Um, so now, now it's just you and me guys. Um, the live, the live guys got their time. They got their time with the boss, man. And I got to tell you, I, I feel like I'm in a bit of a rush today cause I do need to get my hair done. I do have a bit of time though here. Um, I'll see if I can pull up some advice. From for the advice section of the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but dude, tell you what, I just can't believe I just couldn't believe that that girl last week was like trying to um trying to figure out my safe word and shit for my bedroom, and I don't even have one, bro. You know, like I um I just think I just think I'm pretty low key in there. You know, I'm not trying to hurt anybody, I'm not trying to um make cats think it's like their life is uh in jeopardy or anything you know um sorry my fucking microphone's a bit loose today i hope it's not making too much noise for you guys shit man i don't think i've been keeping up on the news heaps i saw some the the riots in hong kong and i guess this is i guess this is uh it's all unsourced by the way the welcome to the potty podcast because i don't know shit okay but all, all I know is that I'm wearing a fucking hat today and I don't even usually wear hats on the Welcome to the Potty podcast. So I look like Danny Brown under this motherfucker. All right. And shout out to Danny Brown because that dude, that dude spits hot fire. Dylan, 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 because I spit hot fire. Shout out to Dave Chappelle. Um, ah, uh, shit. Oh, the welcome to the pot. I mean, the Clay's reviews um, database is uh, is coming along. You know, I've watched a lot of movies in my life, and I'm trying to get all the Clay's reviews catalog. I'm trying to get them on like a spreadsheet so you guys can filter and go like alphabetical or like by rating um, TV shows versus movies, shit like that. I'm trying to get all that shit sorted. So Moneymaker Mitch is taking care of that. He thinks he's probably a quarter of the way through um, all of the Clay's reviews. So that's uh, upsetting for him. But, you know, he's, uh, you know, probably best producer in the game, I'd say. So shout out to Moneymaker Mitch, Triple M. Um, 
old, uh, you know, the the machine they call him sometimes, I, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, man, Moneymaker Mitch was a character on um, a movie called Paid in Full starring, uh, I believe his name is Omar Epps. And uh, no, was it Omar Epps? No, it wasn't. It was Mackay Pfeiffer. It had Mackay Pfeiffer and it had uh, Wood Harris, bro. And I think that's such a dope name, Wood Harris. You know? Um, because if you're playing basketball against him and you pick him up and someone's like, I got clay and someone else is like, I got wood. And it's like, damn, bro, get off the court and go, you know, fucking get your shit together, bro. Talking about, I got wood. Um, but you understand what that means. And if you don't, you're too young probably to be watching the, or listening to the welcome to the potty podcast. Um, but that's where the name moneymaker Mitch come from. And Moneymaker Mitch doesn't get his his real name spoken on air uh, because I don't want anyone approaching him and taking him from me, first off. And second of all, um, he's not a he's not a he's not a uh, on mic or on screen talent like me. You understand? So I would, if he was and people got to know his real name, then I'd probably have to give him a little more of that that fucking coin. And you know what I'm talking about, money-making Mitch, that fucking coin. You know, that cash. Um, so, so that's what money-making Mitch is. But, man, I'm a bit, I don't know if I'm comfortable in this seat today or something. My posture's all fucked up. We were at an expensive restaurant last night, but I tell you what, they're not spending much of the money that we spend on them on good seats, bruh. Their seats were garbage. And I actually looked like a number six for a minute last night. Um, let me turn this screen around so I can have a better look at the advice. And uh, Moneymaker Mitch, you know what to do because um, it ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. All right, so what have we got today? This looks... I don't know. Let's have a quick look at this. This person looks a little bit angry. Um, where'd it go? Triple M. There we go. Sanity check, please. Boyfriend texting ex-wife for their first kiss anniversary. He says it's like a birthday and that it doesn't mean anything. I'm fucking livid. Can I get a poll on if this is fucking normal or acceptable? I feel like I'm living in crazy town. And I don't know what you mean, get a poll, because this isn't live, so I can't really reach out to the um, listeners. But what I can tell you is that your boyfriend is a fuck nigger. And a fuck nigger is somebody who um, will do some foul shit and try and make you feel like you're the crazy one for it. Okay, so what I would say to you is um, I would straight up leave this dude. Because that's not a mistake. That's just some asshole shit. And ultimatums. Because I would... If you gave him an ultimatum like... Her or me, like all that shit. That's some sucker shit too. And so if you gave him an ultimatum and then he and then he wrote in... I would say to him like... You did some sucker shit. But you don't want to be with anybody giving ultimatums. So I wouldn't even give him an ultimatum. I would... um, I would just leave him... No, okay. Go ahead and have a conversation with him. So that was, okay, I jumped, I jumped, I put on my Nikes, right? And I jumped real far just then. So let's just chill and let's, uh, let's put on some loafers and let's just take small baby steps right now. So what I'm going to tell you is have a conversation. Whoa, did I just stutter? Um, you got to have a conversation with son. So this dude is obviously unsure of boundaries and you need to set him up. I don't know. You said it's your boy, but you didn't say how long you've been with this cat. Um, he's been married before, so you understand that he, you know, um, has either made some bad decisions uh, on who he should be with, or he's probably done some sucker shit like this in the past. So you need to understand that he's been married before and that shit didn't work out and there's a reason for it. And you talk to him about boundaries and say, did you have boundaries in your previous relationship? Do you understand that this is inappropriate? You don't message people on your first kiss anniversary when it's your ex-wife. And what did she say back? And are they like, what is, what is their relationship? And I, you know, I get a bad feeling about this. And even I'm trying to be diplomatic and have a t chat to this dude. He's a sucker, bro. Get the fuck out of there. Get the fuck out of there. 
You find someone... This is what I'm saying to you people. Like, and it's hard to see when you're in a relationship because I've been in one before. I've been in an unhappy relationship. I've been in many of them. I've been in unhappy relationships where I thought I was happy. You know, and cats try to tell you some truth bombs, right? You know, truth bombs. And you sit there and you're like, what? You're wrong. But they're right, you know? And you're left. Left by your fucking self in sadness, bro, because you're not in a happy relationship. You understand? So, I would... All I got to say is that you can you can be with somebody that's not retarded, bro. And I'm not afraid to say the R word on the Welcome to the Potty podcast because rough, rugged, and raw here. You know? So... I would leave this dude and find someone that's not going to do this. Because you know what else? He might find out that you are not cool with this. And instead of not doing it, he might just not tell you, you know? Sounds like he's pretty open, which is dope. But if you're being open about some dumb shit, like, what's wrong with you, bro? If it doesn't mean anything, like, why? Yeah, if it does... If it doesn't mean anything, why why do you text it? What's he mean? What do you mean it doesn't mean anything? If it doesn't mean anything... Don't text her. You know? That's so weird, dude. Yeah, fuck this dude. Get the fuck out of there. That's some wild shit. And he's trying to make you feel like you're wilding out. Nah, get out. And that ain't no problem. We need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. All right. What do we got next here? Um, do, do, do. Wow, this is a weird one. Usually it's all relationships, but check this out. This is kind of long, but I liked the heading on this one, so we're gonna go we're gonna go through with it. Um, my mother posted a photo of another girl in her Facebook post when she was wishing me happy birthday. Say what? <laughs> um wait, are you a single child? Hold on, let's check. I know social media is toxic and I barely use it. Yesterday was my birthday and I got tagged in a post, so I checked it out. And my mother posted a photo of another girl in her graduation photos, parading it around like it was me on Facebook. More than one post. I'm feeling hurt and upset since we just took a trip together and took so many wonderful pictures together. It was a special time for me and it makes me sad that she used someone else's photos instead of a photo of me to wish me a happy birthday. Damn. Um, when I posted it out... When I pointed it out to her publicly on the post, maybe maybe not the best idea, and that's the problem with social media is cats forget that you can speak to motherfuckers face to face. She just posted, lol, I'm getting old, but this hurts so much because the girl is fat like I am. We don't look alike at all. The girl in the picture is darker skinned than I am, has black hair, mine is dyed blonde, and the girl is in her cap and gown. I haven't finished my education yet. I feel as though she wants me to be this girl she saw pictures of instead of being me. I don't feel loved. And I asked her to take down the post, but she hasn't yet. Am I being unreasonable? Am I overreacting? I think my mom should know what I look like. (laughs) Or I shouldn't be laughing at that. I'm being insecure. Am I being insecure of or immature about this uh, situation? Since then, she has deleted the post and has not said a word to me. I called her to thank her for taking it down. She said very shortly, I can post a picture of a flower or something and you won't get upset. I picked that picture because I want you to graduate soon. Then hung up on me. Ah, I know what's going on. You're Asian. Yeah. Yeah. You're for sure Asian. And I don't mean to be racist, but you're Asian. Your your writing wasn't that good. uh, Your English. And I don't mean to be... Well, I'm coming off a little harsh right now. But your mom's one of them. I just watched a movie that I'm going to review today and you're going to completely understand. Crazy Rich Asians. And if you haven't seen it, then you probably should see it. And you should probably watch it with your mom. And just check out how fucking crazy Asian moms can get about the future of their children. And this woman sounds like she's one of them Asian moms. And um, maybe she's a little bit too traditional. Or maybe she straight up has dementia. Okay, hold on. I just got a... Uh... <laughs> I 
Sorry, I just got a I just got a text. Wow, that was so rude of me to answer that text on the uh, podcast. But um, also, that's just also that's just something that happens, bro. You know, sometimes you get a text while you're doing the podcast, and um, you're being rude about it. Sometimes. But maybe my rudeness is just the utmost respect to you guys. It's like, you guys is like family. When I'm at my mom's house and I get text, check it. I just check that shit. That's why you guys are that close to me. I love you guys, man. Um, Yeah, but I think your mom's an old-fashioned um, Asian. And that's such a conclusion to jump to. But like I said before, I got my Nikes on. And uh, I'm jumping to that conclusion. And your mom's Asian is shit, bruh. And if you're... um. If you're not Asian, I apologize, but you for sure are. And I don't mean to, I'm not even trying to be that funny right now. Like a little bit maybe, but I honestly believe that. And I think you need to watch Crazy Rich Asians with your mom. And I'm not even playing right now. I'm straight up serious about this. I straight up think you need to watch that with your mom. I don't know if your mom, she might even just have dementia too. And I, I know about this. My... My mom's mom, my nana had dementia and my mom, and she lived in New Zealand and my mom towards the end of, uh, my nana's life, my mom went over there to, you know, say not goodbye, but go see her one last time. And she literally said to my mom's face, she said, oh, who's mom, uh, who's, who's your mom? You know, because she was in a nursing home and she was aware that she was in a nursing home, but she didn't even recognize my mom as her daughter. And that's sad, man. And um, my friend, I won't say his name, but he's a friend of the show. Um, his, I think his grandfather might have dementia or Alzheimer's or something. And he he used to know me very well. And now he's like scared of me because I'm, bi- I'm big and I'm like a little bit black and all of that. And apparently at Christmas, someone gave him a fucking present. And he just fucking straight up said, I don't want this shit or something like that. Cause that's what happens. And, um, sometimes he doesn't even remember my friend who's his, who's his grandson. So it's just, that's what happens sometimes. So I don't know how old your mom is. I don't know how old you are. Um, and your name's Jasmine and that's not a particularly Asian name, but you might be like Asian Australian or Asian American. Even you could be a, Asian mixed with something. You could be all Tiger Woods doubt. So, I don't know. I would... That's pretty harsh what she did, you know? Because... Yeah. I, I can post a picture of a flower or something and you won't get upset. I picked that picture because I want you to graduate soon. Yeah, that's turned, bruh. And I don't really like that shit. And, um... No, I don't think, I don't think you're overreacting, but I don't think you should hold on to it. I think, um, you know, if you're like failing school or some shit and you're fucking up, maybe just get your shit together. And if you're doing well, just keep doing well and you will graduate. You can't fucking, you can't like speed up your degree, you know? So I don't know, make your mom proud. And if she, if she's, if she's not proud, then, you know, sometimes Sometimes it takes a bit of distance before people realize that they've been wrong and maybe you should distance yourselves for a while. And I think that's probably bad advice because um, you've only got one family and um, yeah, yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to waste time. So yeah, that was bad advice. I wouldn't distance yourself. I would, I don't know. You tried to have a conversation once. I would have it again. And it, I honestly straight up, and it might be just be my like confirmation bias because I watched Crazy Rich Asians the other night. But I straight up think that this is some cultural shit and she's just, she wants the best for you and she's getting impatient or something. I don't know. That was a tough one. Um, but, I, but thank you, Jasmine, for writing in. Um, what time is it? We're about 30 minutes into the podcast here. So... We can do, we can do another one. Um, oh, this is tough. Wow. Okay. I hope you guys are ready for this one. Cause this shit seems heavy. My wife, 34 admitted to me, 35, that she is developing feelings for someone else after eight years of marriage. 
My wife and I have what most people would call a successful and happy marriage. We met after college and dated for five years before tying the knot. We decided kids both weren't in our future and used whatever savings we would have had for our children to travel around the world. Our sex life has definitely slowed down in the past few years or so, but nothing to be worried about. I'd say we go max uh, one and a half, two weeks without sex. Not bad, dude. After eight years, shit, you're killing it. Um, last night, my wife told me she started to develop feelings for a co-worker. I felt my stomach drop to the floor and wanted to puke. So you're in love, bro. And that's, that's a great reaction to some less than fucking ideal news. She reassured me that nothing has happened. The guy has no idea. They've never talked outside a work setting and she has no intention on acting on these feelings. She just wanted to tell me as we tell each other everything and it's been eating away at her for the last month as she feels immensely guilty. And that is incredibly mature of her. And um, I respect that. I do respect that. Um... Yeah, I gotta be honest, bro. I, I fucking respect the shit out of that. Um, it's a fucking shitty situation, but before anything happened, she, uh, yeah, she fucking gave you that, that fucking truth bomb, bro. <laughs> you know. While I feel hurt and shocked, I also understand. I am my wife's first and only love. She's never experienced anything with anyone else. And although she's never expressed a desire to do so, now I think this lack of experience in the dating world might be coming back to haunt us. She's not asking for permission to cheat. She's not saying she's unhappy. She's simply telling me these feelings for someone else are there. And as hard as she tries, she doesn't know how to get past them. What should I slash we do? Wife has feelings of a bug. Um, now I would say, I would say this one, I'd say like crushes and shit like that are natural, bro. And, um, I don't think Rachel listens to this super regularly, but I've got to say like, no, I've not had a crush, like not feelings, but like, there's certainly like friendships that I've probably developed within the workplace that I've sort of been like, Hmm, you know, like, Whoa. like, I wonder what that'd be like. Not, you know, but not like, not feelings, not like I want to, or, um, uh, or anything like that, but maybe just like curiosity. Yeah. More curiosity than feelings. Cause I come home and I'm a happy fucking man, bro. And that's why I'm happy all the time on the welcome to the potty podcast. So I would say, to that, um, that it's natural. And I'd also say that because of her lack of experience outside of yourself, maybe she doesn't understand that maybe she's just curious. Maybe it's not feelings. Um, and this is all very, this is all very, what I would call, um, so, uh, not circumstantial. Um, uh, like I'm just, hypothetical. I don't know. Well, I don't, I've never met her. I haven't talked to her. I don't know what she's going through, but she could, she could be a little bit, yeah, unsure of what her feelings are because she's only really, expe uh, had feelings for you. She spent so much time with you. This is a coworker. She's spending a lot of time with him. She's getting a little bit mixed up because of that lack of experience. So, and the fact that she told you, um, and she hasn't done anything. She respects, she respects you. Um, and you're obviously in love with her. You're asking for some help here. Um, dude, number one, marriage counselor could be a good idea. Eight years, you've got a solid foundation. I think a marriage counselor wouldn't be a terrible idea. Whereas like if you're two years in and you start getting a bit shaky and you go into a marriage counselor, I think that can actually sort of push you the wrong way. And also I've never been married, so I don't know. Um, but I think eight years of solid foundation, you've traveled the world together, you know, you both don't want kids. You've got a lot of stuff in common. Um, I would say a, a marriage counselor could be very good because you guys are already quite open. I don't think there'll be too many surprises, but you'll have someone to mediate the conversation and help you through it. Um, and then number two, and this could be maybe bad advice. So 
let's all just fucking chill with our judgments on the boss man here because I'm just I'm just spitballing, you know? Um and I was talking about escorts earlier in the episode, so just so now you know what's coming. Maybe you guys get an escort, okay? Whether it's a man or a woman, okay? It depends what you guys are comfortable with. Maybe talk about it. Or maybe, and do something together, some more experience so she, you know, you know. Or maybe you get two different escorts on two different occasions. You have a couple of threesomes. One with a man, one with a woman. And it's not like freaky shit where you're smacking the shit out of each other and like pissing on each other and shit. It's like love making with a guest or something. Maybe you do that. Maybe sounds like you guys are pretty successful. Maybe you pull your money together and you get a couple high price ex- escorts, high quality, clean joints that could help her get some more experience and understand herself a bit better outside of just you. Um, and that could be terrible advice. So I wouldn't take that and I wouldn't take that straight to her without maybe talking to somebody first. Cause I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I'm just thinking if she's not had experience, you don't want to just say, yep, on your way, go do what you want for a while and come back. Cause I think that also, um, if you want to find out if someone loves you, you got to let them go. I think that's also bad advice unless they are actually, they want to go. You don't tell someone to go to test and see if they love you, you know, but you, you might have to be open-minded here, bro. She might really, she might really want, um, or not want, but she might just be so unexperienced, inexperienced, sorry, that she just need, she needs a little more vision, bro. You've shown her the world. Maybe you just got to show her something else. And, um, you just got to be careful with that too. Because she, she is so inexperienced. What if she ends up really liking the golden puss? Or the golden slab that starts coming out? I'm calling it golden. Because you got to pay good money for it. And that's just uh, what I've heard. That's just what I've heard. Um, but yeah, dude. Oh, shit. I'm just happy. I'm really happy that she she told you, man. And I think you should be too. And it sucks. And I know that you feel like shit probably in, on the inside, but she really respects you, dude. And she loves you for that. So that's the one positive that you can take out of this. And number two is just talk to her and see whether marriage counseling would be beneficial. Um, and maybe the marriage counselor might even suggest what I suggested. And maybe, yeah, getting a, a sex worker, not... And I'm not talking off the streets. I'm talking off a website and a website that, uh, maybe if you, uh, cause you don't want to get the bait, the old bait and switch where you where you find like a beautiful individual and you get, you get some, some fuck meeting you guys, you know, cause I've been, I was on Tinder for a while and I got the old bait and switch and it wasn't, it wasn't a prostitute, but it was just a girl that knew what knew how to do angles and Photoshop. And then when I met her, she looked like, um, I would say three sandbags stacked on top of each other is what she looked like. She looked like a snowman, but like towards the end of the winter, bro. So she was a sloppy snowman. Like a snowman would have probably looked better. This is what I was dealing with. So I've talked about this on the podcast before, but shit. Sometimes we get new listeners and I want to repeat some funny stories, but I also don't want to make my, the, the loyal boys, um, and girls, I don't want to make the, uh, the loyal listeners sit through my shit again, but you can go back. There's all the episodes are there. You can go back. Um, uh, yeah, dude. And maybe, maybe she, maybe you can see if she can distance herself from this dude at work, if that's possible and see whether she misses him or whatever. Cause maybe it's a proximity thing. You know, you know how absence makes the heart grow fonder and this is true. Um, we'll, we'll find out, you know, if she misses him, maybe it is feelings, but maybe it's just proximity. Maybe that's who she talks to a lot. And so she thinks she likes him, but then when she doesn't talk to him, she's like, Oh, I don't really miss that guy. I don't really care. You know, it's, um, it's tricky, bro. And, um, 
I actually, I'm kind of honored that you, you asked me for advice for that. Cause that's a big one. And I'm usually such a fucking clown about everything, but I hope, uh, I think, yeah, I think you're, you're both adults, man. And this is a test. And I don't mean an in, I don't mean it's a deliberate test from her to like, see how you're going to react. I think it's just a test that gets thrown at us. You know, um, sometimes you, you could go out with the boys and some stormy Daniels will fucking come up to you with her fucking tips in your face and be like, Hey, big boy, want to come back to my hotel? And you're like, Oh shit. I'm not actually trying to pay for sex. And she's like, I'm not a prostitute. I just like your cute little ears and I want to lick them all night long or some wild shit like that. And you got to be a strong man. And while you're fucking hard dicks pressed against your zipper, you got to try and say no to that. And that's what this is, except less sexual. It's more emotional. And, um, you guys are adults and you'll figure it out. And I've given you two very good, probably one and a half, very good, at least one very good piece of advice. And that's see a marriage counselor possibly. And when you say this, don't say like, oh, I think we're falling apart or like, and if just say, this is something that we might need help with. And we might be able to get some good insights onto how to deal with this. And, um, I'm, I'm just really open to doing whatever it takes to stay with you. Cause I love you, you know? And that was a beautiful thing that I just said. And, uh, Hey bro, I believe that you guys are going to be okay. Cause it ain't no problem. Shit, we got heavy here on the Welcome to the Potty podcast today with some fucking, some advice sections. So how about we, uh, we check out that poor posture of the week, Triple M. Poor posture of the week. All right, scrolling through emails, scrolling through emails. Um, Oh no, no, no. This is wild, boys. Now, who sent this in? I'm going to look for a name here first. Um, Christopher. Woman bites boyfriend's tongue off after asking for last kiss when he broke up with her. And I got to tell you, she's attractive. Hold on. If this is scroll down, she's got, she's got a nice rack of lamb on her. Um, she's from Barcelona and you know... You know those girls over there are looking at her. And she's got beautiful brown eyes. She does her makeup good. Who knows what her skin actually looks like. She's got some tattoos. Brunette. She's like, she's actually my type of girl, except without the, um, without the biting, you know? Barcelona, Spain. Woman Ada Lopez. Adaya. Adaya Lopez Esteve. Bites boyfriend's tongue off after breakup is now facing eight years jail. And this is what I mean by she's my type visually, but probably not my type mentally. Because she seems like a fucking psycho, bro. Sometimes, hey, there's been instances in my life where I'm uh, getting intimate with a a lady. And um, I've had my nipples bit like a little bit, right? Before and like then like a little bit too hard. I'm like, fuck, you know, like what the fuck are you doing? You know? You don't bite my tongue, bro. And I once kissed a woman that bit my lip and it and hard, bro. And I had a little, uh, it was bruised. And I had to go to training the next day with a fucking bruised lip. I just pretended I got elbowed in the fucking face to my coach. But then I told the boys, like, this girl, she's woman. This woman was biting my fucking face off. And then in high school, I went to this house party and I made out with this girl called Prue. And, um... It wasn't proof from my school. So um, that proof, uh, we never made out. But we actually dated on the phone for one, probably 15 minutes. She said she'd be my girlfriend and I changed my mind because I'm an asshole. Um, because I thought I wanted to. And then she said yes. And then I was like, yeah, I'm over it. So <laughs> I guess I'm a fan of the chase, um, said the stalker. You know, that's what a stalker would say. Um, so yeah, I got the girl, finally got the girl. I was so happy about it. We used to talk all the time. And then she, uh, she said yes to be my girlfriend, not to marriage or nothing like that. And then I was like, oh, really? I'm kind of over it. (laughs) Oh shit. Oh, what? I'm a piece of shit, bro. What am I talking about? Oh yeah. Getting bit, bro. This girl Prue at this house party. 
we were trying to make out. Well, I was trying to just make out with her and she's licking the whole side of my face, bro. Like, dude, I'm not trying to get wet. And also, have you ever licked something and smelt it? It's not great, dude. So my face probably smelled like her mouth for the rest of the night. Yuck. Prue, I hope you got better at kissing. And also another girl hooked up with a girl that we used to call Hurricane, bruh. Oh, man. She was reaching for my tonsils the whole time. You know how you put your um, toothbrush too far down your neck, bro, and you sometimes go, ah! That's what, that's what Hurricane did to me, bro. And it's better to use nicknames sometimes, but the girl called Prue, I don't even, I don't, I never saw her again. I don't even know her surname. So that's why I felt comfortable saying that, but I had to make sure that it, I, that I made sure that you guys knew it wasn't Prue from my high school. Um, but Hurricane, bro, she, man, yeah. And I've told my friends, bro, I said, don't, don't do it. Then one of my friends did it and he said, worst kiss ever. And then. And then he still had sex with her. So I don't know what that was about. But sometimes when you're a teenager, you're horny and you just got to fuck, bro. Anyway, a Spanish woman faces the prospect of eight years in jail after allegedly biting off her ex-boyfriend's tongue after asking for one last kiss upon the man breaking up with her. Dude. I once um, was in like a long distance relationship. We broke up. And we were trying to work things out over the phone. I was like, this is tough. I need to come see you. Right? I went back. We had one more weekend together. We're doing sex, bruh. We're going to the movies. We're going out to dinner. We're doing more sex, bruh. And um, then she drops me off at the airport. And I was like, uh, I'll talk to you soon. And she said to me, goodbye, Clay. Oh, Shit! Did I just start crying as I walked into the airport? <laughs> yeah, bruh. Started crying, bruh. Lucky, I, lucky this was in the age of, um, you know, automatic check-in. You can check yourself in. And I didn't have to check a bag. So I just had my backpack and tears running down my fucking face. I looked like that Michael Jordan meme, bruh. I had just fucking got inducted to the Hall of Fame, bruh. Hall of Fame of breakups, dude. <laughs> oh my God. You know how, um... People say like, see you later or like, see ya or like, talk soon. Bruh, no one's ever said goodbye to me, bruh. Not even when I leave work. Goodbye. Nah, bruh. Because they know that goodbye, they know what goodbye means, bruh. And I knew what goodbye meant. And I haven't seen her ever again since. So, yeah, that's, uh, my heart was in the toilet for probably a few months, bruh. And I was, you know, I was uh, on that, on that, uh, that booger sugar, bro. Um, that that alcohol, bruh, um, would have got it, would have got arrested for sure if it was prohibition days. Cause I was drinking, bruh. I was upset, dude. I was upset, but you come back bigger and stronger. And, but what I'm trying to say is when someone breaks up with you, you got to turn your back and just start crying sometimes instead of biting their fucking tongue off. So long story, long story short, don't bite someone's tongue off. Cause yuck. First of all, you don't want someone else's blood in your mouth. That's foul. Second of all, like too much tongue when you're having a kiss is a little bit gross, bro. But actually having someone's tongue in your mouth, like because you bit it off, bro. Dude, have you ever like put raw meat in your mouth? Apart from the ladies. Oh, um... Yeah, you don't want raw meat in your mouth. And that's what that's what a tongue is, bro. That's a that's a muscle, bro. Um Yeah. You yeah, you gotta go to prison because you're not wired right when you're doing things like that. And love makes you do some wild shit sometimes. You know? I once called the girl that I was with and she didn't answer, so I drove to her house, bro. What? That's wild, dude. That's some fucking psycho shit, you know? And um needless to say, we're not together anymore. I'm with Rachel, who I've never done that to. So, you know, things like this happen, dude. Um, wild love makes you do wild shit. Sometimes it makes you get in your car and sometimes it makes you bite someone's tongue out of their face. Um, I know who I'd rather be.
And I just pointed to myself for everyone that's only listening to the audio of this. Um, and this is a long article and I don't even know why because I basically covered it. Tell you what though, she's got a few pictures here and I think she might even be a model. She is a good looking woman. Um, but I still, she can, uh, yeah, she can get the fuck out of here. She looks like a number six for that, bro. What else we got? Oh my Lord. That's dark. I don't know how funny I can get about this one, guys. Who sent this in? Rhonda. That's my mom's name. And I didn't even know there was young people called Rhonda. Maybe mom sent this in. Shout out to my mom. Um, three people attacked and forced laundry detergent into pregnant teenagers' mouth to remove pregnancy. Now see, the only pregnancy that these cats are outlawing I mean, the only abortions that they're outlawing is legal ones. And cats are going to be doing detergents, coat hangers, you know? And I don't mean to be graphic, but that's why you got to be letting abortions be a thing, right? And maybe even not having them too expensive. Um, man, Harif Pearson and two other persons attacked and forced laundry detergent into a pregnant teenager's mouth as they tried to get rid of her pregnancy. And that's a creative way to get rid of a pregnancy, bro. Uh, and I don't want to tell you what else you could have done. But the child survived of the attack. And Harif and your two fucking friends, um, you're some fuck boys for that. Uh, I, don't, uh, I can't even, I don't have the energy to even be funny about that, bro. You're disgusting. Kill yourselves. We don't need you, you know? We don't need you on our planet. Fuck, dude. So heavy, bro. And remember during the week, the one with the the kid and the the, eye, the woman put an eye into a kid's face? Like, dude, you guys are sending in some heavy shit, dude. My Lord. Um, What else do we got here? Man, that's so corny. McDonald's worker sprayed with fire extinguisher after argument over cheeseburger price. Now, if you, now, if you care about the price of your cheeseburger that much, get a job, bro. Bro, I don't even need, bro. And I'm not even bragging right now because cheeseburgers are so cheap, but I don't need to know the price of a cheeseburger from McDonald's, bro. Here, you know, here, take my card, you know, unless, hold on, maybe, you know, I was about to not click on it, but let's see, let's see what they were about to charge here. If you're spraying somebody over a dollar twenty, though, bro, you need to fucking reevaluate. A McDonald's employee was nearly blinded when she was sprayed in the face with a fire extinguisher while working the drive-through window. The incident occurred around two a.m. on a Saturday, and you know there's some drunk motherfuckers out on two a.m. on a Saturday, and nothing really good happens after one a.m. Sometimes I stay out till four a.m., guys, and nothing in that last like three hours is really dope, you know. Um. Uh, at one of the franchise's Melbourne locations. Surveillance camera footage of the incident uh, uploaded to YouTube. Kimberly, Kimberly Friend claims that the suspects had come through the drive-thru and had argued over the price of cheeseburgers. Um, does it have a price here? No. So it's standard price cheeseburger. Um, these cats, bro. These are some poor motherfuckers that need to get their money up, bro. Um, and since you're hunch the fuck over like Mr. Burns, keep your nose facing the ground, Brian, you might find yourself some change. And then you can buy yourself as many cheeseburgers as you want, you poor motherfucker. Get your fucking money up, dude. What's wrong with you, bro? Arguing over the price of a cheeseburger? Bruh, get a fucking job, dude. Living with your mother. My God. Oh, shit. Money making Mitch. Let's finish this shit off with some Clay's reviews. And now uh, let's get real racist on <laughs> Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's Reviews. Alright, now, as I said earlier, I watched Crazy Rich Asians this week with Rachel. She wanted to watch this for a long time. We finally watched it. And I gotta tell you, 
that it was supremely overrated and I know why and it's going to be an unpopular opinion maybe. Um, it, it was one of these situations like Ghostbusters when they re-released Ghostbusters with women and they talked about how fucking great that movie was. Let me tell you this. That movie sucked. Let me tell you this about Ocean's 8. That movie sucked. Let me tell you about Crazy Rich Asians. That movie sucked. And we got so fucking excited about it because, oh, it's the, you know, it's the only rom-com with an all-Asian cast and all this fucking shit. Okay, congrats, dude. Congrats. But, um, first of all, I've got huge problems with Constance Wu. And second of all, that shit fucking sucked. And let me tell you this. I just, I don't have a problem with Asians. I just fucking watched, um... Always be my maybe. And I thought that shit was dope. That was a seven. You know? I'm watching this shit with high expectations because everyone's talking about how dope it is. And it's like, no, you're just trying to be fucking hipster elite again. And you're trying to you're trying to act as if you're so fucking open-minded. This movie's garbage, bro. And if it was all white people or all black people, it'd be garbage. And just so you know, a lot of movies that's all black people is garbage, bro. I've watched BET. It's upsetting. But I'm watching Power at the moment and it's fucking fire. I'm on season two of Power. Um, so, so that's, that's what I'm saying. It's just because it's Asians. You're like, yeah, great. You made history and you fucking sold all this. Of course you sold a lot of money. What am I saying? Of course a lot of people saw it and you made a lot of money. Everyone in China went to see it. If they paid a dollar each, you would have made $7 billion, bruh. Of course you made a lot of fucking money. But let me tell you this. That movie sucked, dude. And Constance Wu, eat my dick. You know? And you're probably like, why are you coming so hostile at um, Constance Wu? And I'll tell you right now. She is from the TV show Fresh Off the Boat. You know? Same show as Randall Park, who's in Always Be My Maybe, and he's very funny and talented. And Constance Wu actually is reasonably talented herself. But... Fresh Off the Boat got greenlit for a season three or something. And then she tweeted about how disappointed she was about it because she wanted to do other projects. And it's like, well, shut the fuck up because there's so many wannabe actors out there that will kill to have a fucking season three of anything greenlit or a season one. You fucking ungrateful cunt. So yeah, I've got a problem with constant Constance Wu. Cause she is a constant poo. You understand? I'm sorry for that. That was so. That was so shit. Um. Oh shit. Oh. Um. Fuck Constance Wu, bro, and fuck that movie. Five out of ten because it was okay. Okay. Um. And also, should you see it? Uh, if you miss it, you're not really missing much. It's got the standard rom com recipe with a little bit of traditional Asian mother in it, which I was talking about earlier in the advice section. Um. But yeah, dude, shit was fucking garbage, bro. Not garbage, it was okay. But don't tell me that a movie's so great just because of the fucking race in it, bro. Alright? Second movie, I actually just watched this this morning, 13 Cameras. And the only reason I watched this was because 14 Cameras came out on Netflix and I, and I thought it looked dope, but I was like, I don't want to watch a sequel before I watch the prequel or whatever, the original. So I watched 13 cameras and uh, it's a horror and it fucking sucks, bro. It sucks dick, bro. It sucks a fat cock down its throat, bro. 13 cameras? Don't bother, dude. 13 cameras, bro? Dude. Absolute garbage, dude. What? Dude, I sat there watching this shit and I couldn't believe how much nothing happened and then everything happened, but it made no sense. And then the dude just ends up with a baby. What? And yeah. Yeah, I spoiled it. Yeah, I fucking spoiled it. Fucking two out of ten. And that's it. That's it from the Welcome to the Potty podcast, bruh. So, um, love you guys. Sorry that I kind of rushed through today. I mean, I didn't really. We still, um, we still have been here for an hour um but i fucking love you guys man you know what to do tell a friend to tell a friend you get a referral bonus as long as your friend messages 
in any way. Could be Twitter, Instagram. Um, welcome to the potty at gmail.com. Keep sending in poor posture of the week. Keep sending in your questions for advice. Keep sending in, listen to this fuck shit. Send in some artwork. Do whatever the fuck you want. Send in whatever you want and we'll have a look at it. Send in some video messages. Send in some charities. Send in whatever you fucking want and we'll have a look at it and we'll try and do something for you. Send. Make sure if you know a single mother or a single father, a single parent that could use a night out, you let me know and we'll see what we can do. Um, uh, this episode of the Welcome to the Party podcast was brought to you by Bet With Joel. And if you want results, you got to bet with Joel, bro. I do. And I'm seeing some fucking additional cash flow into my goddamn pockets, bro. Um, I love you dudes, man. And this is Welcome to the Party. And as always, bung bung. Baby, you're gone too Baby, you're gone too